Welcome back to the Hour Time Podcast, the podcast for Watch Geeks by Watch Geeks. I'm John Biggs. I'm Patrick Kanza. I'm Victor Marks. And I'm Nicholas DeLeon. And today on the show, we have we have a field trip. Uh, Nicholas went on a field trip to go see some watches. Nicholas, tell us the tale of your field trip. Yes. Uh, on Wednesday, I went to the Soho section of Manhattan in New York City for uh, a Grand Seiko event. Grand Soho. Yes, yeah, Soho, Soho, which is like call there. one third boarded up uh, stores. Uh, it looks, uh, it looks, it's looking a little, little rough uh, nowadays. But be that as it may, uh, there was a Grand Seiko event, and they had the just announced. Let me get the model number correct: SBGZ 007. Oh, I love that one. Which is their Micro just, Artist Studio. Let's yeah, get the 007 classic. Yes, it. It was uh, it was very uh, as I was saying before we hit record. It's a little bit hard to evaluate something like that. It is obviously a well executed watch. It is it is objectively like really nice, but to my taste, I don't know. A, a, a little a little loud, I might say. Uh, I don't know what you, what you guys think, but it, it was it was nice to to you know meet the Grand Seiko folks in the flesh. They're very very. Uh, Let's say they're fans of the of the show are and they the really, site. And, uh, yeah, right. kind of touch are they really the Seiko folks? I mean, I don't know. I I've can't, little, I can't yeah, can we... independently verify the, <laughs> this dude's browser history. <laughs> I'm I'm excited that Patrick's on the show too. This is this is a this is a first for us. When's the last time you were on the show, Patrick? Uh, it's 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 been a couple of years at least. You you actually work, so that's an interesting thing. So you actually, the rest of us are just uh, are l- literally just lay around <laughs> the house all day. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the old day job has a tendency of getting in the way of fun things like this. Alright, well, so so tell us tell us the experience of the Seiko, Nicholas, and let's talk about the Seiko. Yeah, well, it was it was a, a nice little boutique in Soho. Uh, they had pretty much every model. They, had, they also had the Four Seasons that were announced that we discussed on the show a couple months ago. They didn't have the autumn one that I really liked, but they had uh, two of the other ones. I don't know. It, it was just uh, basically just like, hey, you know, you know, this is Grand Seiko. This is what the a, a big part of the presentation and the pre- I say presentation. It was basically just a one on one conversation with a brand rep, and it was really sort of explaining the whole micro artist studio uh, ethos or like thesis or whatever. And it, and it kind of the idea that I got or the, the 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 what was what came across to me was that this let's say department or division within Grand Seiko, their point is let's, let's pick out a hard thing to do and let's spend a long time executing it. Uh, you know, there, there are ways to go about design like that dial on the, God, what was it? The SG, SBGZ 007. It's like a multiple layers, you know, one layer is this, another layer is that. And so it's, it's, it's all built as like, uh, as difficult as possible. Uh, imagine like the opposite of like automation technology. These are literally like four dudes in Tokyo, uh, hand painting these things. And so from that uh, perspective, it is like awesome that that exists. And that's like, uh, that would explain the retail price of, I think it was like $70,000, uh, which is not a, not a watch price that we typically cover on, on the pod or on, on the site. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. It is just nice to see that in a, in a world where you know people like me, I own like a dozen two hundred dollar like Islander watches or whatever. Uh, there are still uh, you know more works of art than anything else. Yeah. Uh, they also showed off a couple of the 
uh, Crador watches, but I'm not, which I'm not super familiar with. And I told the guy yeah. I'm not super familiar with the Crador that's, stuff. That's an old Seiko brand. Yeah. Uh, they showed us some of those. They had some of the other brands. It, it was just a nice kind of like, yeah, this is the brand. And, and I suppose the, 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 the newsworthy was this, was the spring drive one that was just announced the 007 thing here. Uh, but yeah, it's, it is, uh, I don't know. It, 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 it was nice. And it was, it was funny. I, I, that was, I think the guy said that was their first sort of in-person event, uh, you know, since the pandemic started. And, and the guy was like, Oh yeah, I got dressed up. You know, it, it feels great to see folks. I believe I saw one of the guys from worn and wound.com ahead of me. I, I'm not, I'm pretty sure that was the guy. Ooh, did you, was there a, was there a rumble? He was ahead of you. You got to jump him in line, right? <laughs> <laughs> was it a rumble? Uh, no, no. I, I, I think I heard him. We, we didn't actually say hello, but I was like, I think that's the guy from the podcast. Uh, but you know, it was, it's sort of neat. You know, this was actually my first uh, watch event. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I have a day job. I had, I had taken the day off to, to cover this, uh, and yeah, I don't know. This is it, it was nice. I, I got a little uh, watch box, as uh, Victor had mentioned, Seiko swag. Wow! I got a little watch box and a little like a uh, catalog type thing. Uh, so I don't know, a, a nice little trip basically. And the store was, if you're in the New York City area uh, and you're into Grand Seiko uh, or even like vaguely like curious about it, the store is like very well done. They have like pretty much every model there. It is, you know, it is your Soho boutique. So it's like, you know, <laughs> five feet wide by seven feet long. It's not a very big store. Uh, but yeah, uh, a, a fun little experience is, is what yeah. I'd say. Well, and it's, it's probably uh, better off the Warren and Wound guys didn't know you were there for a wristwatch review because, oh, we're generally pretty collegial with most of our fellow publications. That's except for those that's guys. That's one that we've uh, we've poked at them with a sharp oh, stick really? a couple times. Yeah, oh, they, they hate us. They hate us. I was actually curious what are like the the politics of like the what like who likes who who hates oh, who. Man, I'm still so new. I'm like I don't know. They're all and it's funny. They all like do different like monochrome and fratello they all you know they all cover like their- it's all literally the same crap it's literally there's no angle you want to even talk angle talk hodinky hodinky has an angle hodinky's angle is they want to sell some hodinky watches uh fratello's angle is that he's a nice european dude who's cool uh, and then I don't read anybody else so that's the, those are the angles that I got for you. a blog to watch blog to watch is ariel Ariel's exhausted by the watch industry, just like we all are. Everybody's exhausted by the watch industry. Patrick, are you exhausted by the watch industry? <laughs> there, I, I will say there are some days that it is more difficult than others to write about yet another watch. That's, hey, it's a new dial color. The end. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not... Well, I, I may be jaded in some consumer electronics stuff, but watches is still sort of new to me. And I'm still like, oh, that's neat, a new dial color. <laughs> so I haven't gotten there yet. So yeah, well, that's that's why we bring on the, uh, the 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 new flesh, the the, the flesh of the innocence. Uh, what else we got, Nicholas? You had something else. Well, yes. Speaking of like, oh, a new dial color. Uh, Hamilton the other day, maybe two days ago, announced uh, the Khaki Field Mechanical, which I've dis- I have I have the white dial version, but they announced a bronze version. Uh, which I really quite like. It retails for I think eight eight twenty five something like that. Uh, it's a little bit smaller actually than the regular one. the The normal one is forty two millimeter. This is I want to say thirty eight. Uh, and I if I'm going to go to the store tomorrow, if they have it in person, I will buy it. Uh, and I think that will be my watch purchase. I was just I was debating getting a Doxa a couple weeks ago. Make it this one and just be like, all right, this is half the price of the Doxa. I don't know. I like that bronze 
color. Uh, obviously, it's going to turn to some crazy other color. Oh, uh, no, you know, no. Don't do a bronze. You're going to do a bronze? It's bronze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't do I a like bronze. It. Do you hate that? It's going gonna, it's gonna to turn dark brown, and then it's going to turn green. It's going to turn dark brown, and it's going to turn your hand, it's going to turn your arm green. Well, the back is the back is titanium, so hopefully that doesn't. It's going to turn your or, hand green. You're not going to don't get a bronze. We'll see what happens. Well, we'll see. I'm I'm surprised that bronze is still. We're still seeing the bronze cases because that was like you know five, six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. That was huge in the micros, right? Everyone was coming out yes. with bronze and brass alloys, and now it's just it's like the big guys have have caught on to it as another material to play around with. And Tudor yeah. just announced a bronze like yesterday. They're, so the Black Bay, so in, bad. Yeah, I don't know. I like the well. You know, it sounds like you guys are trying to talk me off the ledge, but I'm I like to just as a color. Ledge, but it no. looks. I don't know. I like it. I, I, I know. Like, it I, I like. I like the looks of it. It does give you a warmth that you don't get from you know a steel case. And I don't know. Like over on uh, like on Instagram, if you follow uh, Justin Frost, you know he's over part of Watch You Seek now, but he plays around with his bronze cases and brass cases quite a bit with forcing the patina and playing around with it. So I don't. Okay. I think if you like it, you can have fun with it. But do you yeah. do you want to do you want to purchase do you want to purchase a watch that's it's immediately like going to fall apart? That's immediately like rusting. Maybe maybe I'm at the point of my life where I've just got money. Maybe you're, to, maybe you're at the point where you just you just want to let the you just want to let the world rot around you. I'm ready to live. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I saw an interview. I, I guess it was the Hamilton someone from Hamilton, and he was like, "Yes, this is you know this is neat. You know, the minute you open the box, it's going to start like living or whatever the verb they're trying oh, to use." For heaven's sake. It, it, Feels neat to me. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. That, we'll, that, we'll, that was I'll like that was yeah. like when when uh, when uh, Steve Jobs wanted the original, like the the metal iPhone, like the original iPhones. What they were supposed to have a pla- like the they were supposed to have a patent. You were supposed to slowly but surely like wear off the PVD coating, and it was supposed to look like a piece of. Oh, really? It was supposed to look like like a like a well well crafted well machine that's yeah. been used oh. in a in a. Yeah, well loved for decades, but you know you only you only keep the damn thing for a year, so there's there was no opportunity for it to even do it, and then you would drop it and just crack the whole thing anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, I'm not a I'm I'm not I'm not for this. I I cannot allow it. <laughs> All right. I wish you would. I I, w- I wish you would have checked. I wish you would have checked with us. Now it's too late. Now you're addicted. Now you're going to do it. I haven't bought it yet. I haven't purchased I, it. I love the bold statement. The bold statement. If they have it, I'm going to buy it. That commitment, that 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 gutsy move that was like you were confident was impressive. And I respect that. But, I mean, this, this is corrosion. You want to buy something that's going to corrode? I can give you some iron oxide. You want something? Yeah, yeah. I bought an uh, Oris. I bought that Oris... I got the bor- I had the uh, the Oris big big date hand or whatever. I got the I got the bronze. I'm like this is gonna be great. Okay, I'm gonna love it, love it, love it. I wore it for like one day and my arm was already brown. Really? And then and it started to corrode immediately. I sold it as quickly as I could because I knew it was only gonna get worse. Huh? But isn't that the whole thing though with with uh, the the bronze cases? Like once it gets that layer of the oxidization on top of it, the, underneath well, it should be. Well, if you ever want to see it again, you got to so polish it, it, which means ruining it. So what what have you done? You've you've got nothing. Yeah, nothing. You get nothing. You Sounds get like you got nothing. a lot to think about. You got a lot. There's there, there there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things you really have to. Well, think like about I said, I today. intend to see it in person tomorrow. We, if if they have it. 
They don't have it. If they don't have it, then bring, forget it. Bring you know? a small, bring a bring a buck, a cup of ammonia and salt, and just drop it in there, and just watch it. And <laughs> add, just watch add a it turn voltage green. and watch it uh, disintegrate. And, yeah, I uh, think uh, electrically. I'm having a very important podcast uh, sales uh, representative. Just let me break Just this. Give me, live. give me some material. Give me some. Uh, give me some. Uh, what's Can everyone leave the store for an hour? <laughs> Thank you. So that was those are the two things I wanted to, to discuss. You know, we'll see what happens. Patrick, what, what do you got going on in your life? What's 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 your what's happening in your watch world? Uh, it's just. You know, rotating through, got some, you know, interesting things uh, in for review. Got a, the a very glowy, uh, far and sweet uh, watch. Actually, the guy here, he's actually local to me in the Chicago suburbs. So that's kind of a cool little connection. Uh, also today, today I've got the uh, the Christopher Ward Sealander GMT on my wrist. That's a fun new release. And so, just, you know, working through what, you know, what kind of some of the interesting things. It seems like this summer has been a lot of very colorful watches, a lot of those sea plastic watches coming out as well. Well, that, uh, that, that, uh, whatchamacallit, that, um, that bright blue one, what was it? Uh, uh, the Shinola. Shinola, duck. yeah. What, what was happening there? Uh, so that was, you know, Shinola, you know, their whole thing is, you know, built in Detroit, you know, they're assembling the movements there and the, so with the duck that actually first came out uh, a little bit over a year ago, you know, starting to get more into not just, hey, here's a watch for your, you know, wearing just for your day-to-day life, but here's something that's a purpose-built diver. I mean, duck is a surfing term apparently, so that's why they called it the duck. So they kind of wanted it to be a surfing watch. Uh, and they've had mechanical divers, but this one's quartz. Uh, so it's the quartz movement that they've assembled themselves. They're in, uh, they're in Detroit, uh, which actually is the same movement that my, the Shinola that I have that has a Petoskey stone dial on it. So two very different looking watches, same movement inside. Uh, but the duck, I mean, it's cool. They've got, you know, very colorful options with that one. What I really liked about it is when you look at it, the bezel looks like it's, you know, really super domed, uh, kind of like the the 50 Fathoms, you know, it has that really domed mm-hmm. bezel. But actually, when you look at it from the side, it's really flat. I mean, there's a curve there. So they... Uh, big props to those designers. They did some amazing visual tricks with that thing to make it look a lot more curved than it actually is, which you know, just kind of helps keep the profile of it down. And so, was, you know, it was a fun watch, but as we were kind of discussing in Slack, you know, pricing of that might be might not be as palatable for some. I think that's uh, was in the eight fifty, eight seventy five range somewhere. So for quartz diver, you know, that's something Ooh. that. Folks uh, may not be pleased about, but I'm a I'm a fan of Shinola. You know they're they're from my my hometown, so I've uh, I'm not entirely an impartial observer when I yeah. get. Yeah, I mean I never I never loved Shinola by any stretch. I I I I enjoyed what they were trying to do, but I never loved the style. I mean, it was, I thought it was always a little expensive for what the what they were offering, right? Yeah, I mean, it is. Uh, but, you know, they're doing, I mean, obviously they're not building the movements completely from scratch themselves, but they actually, and I've gone and I've toured the facility and we and there's a write-up on, on the site for a couple of years ago about that. But, and they actually are, they're, you know, they're building, they're buying all the components of the movement uh, and from, 
Uh, and then they're actually, they're building it up themselves. They're assembling it all there and all the watch assemblies done there. And they're doing a lot of things like with all their leather works, they're designing that and they're creating that and they're actually built. So if you get a leather strap, it was, you know, made there in that facility. So, I mean, they're all doing right, a lot right. of hands-on things at smaller scale, but that I think, and so that I'm sure, you know, bumps the price up a bit as well, but you're you're also buying the story, right? Shinola as a brand is pretty storied in American history, and you're buying into KS. Yes, we're helping revitalize Detroit, and you know, so the, you know, there's you know, there I'd say there's some marketing inflation that's happening there as well. But you kind of you know, as someone again, I'm a fan of the brand. I've you know, I've got their I've got a clock hanging on the wall from them as well. So <laughs> I, I I accept it. Yes. Well, you're so so you're you're a, you're a you're a Shinola fanboy. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's pretty safe right. to say. All right, all right, all right. I'll, well, okay, I'll allow it. I'm allowing it this time. <laughs> uh, Victor, what do you got going on? All right. So just just as much as Patrick wants to lift up Shinola, we have to talk about micro brands behaving badly. Mm. So there's there's this watch brand called Siga, uh, C I G A. And they have this watch that they call the X-Series watch. And it's, it's been delayed. It's had a lot of delays. And, and that part's normal, right? Everyone that ever tried to ship a crowdfunded brand understands that delays happen. And you either try and schedule an account for them or, or you just accept. So their customers emailed us and are upset because, first of all, delayed. Second of all, because they, they attempted to under-declare with customs for tax purposes and now they're sending out the wrong watch to people who funded them. This was a, an Indiegogo project. And the the reader that emailed me said that they ordered the titanium blue version and was replaced by a standard black-orange version that was priced less on the Indiegogo. And so he sent photos where he, he, yeah, he absolutely got the wrong watch. And the project owner is is admitting in email and admitting on Facebook that they totally scammed customs that they lowered their their values in order to make their backers avoid the tax or pay less and uh, trying to dodge dodge the tax man so uh, so there's a lot going on here so is that is that that's a that's not so what are they going to do to fix it how, well, how how can we help right now they're basically saying nothing go jump in a lake yeah they're they're saying let's see if I open up the screenshot Come on, screenshot. Yeah. So there are screenshots of people commenting all up and down their Indiegogo. You know, my order just came in. I ordered and paid for the blue titanium, not the normal one. I paid a lot of money for this. Now I have the wrong watch. What's gives? Uh, another person writes, my blue titanium arrived, except it's not. It's the original black one. You send me my blue titanium when you useless thieving bastards. Mm. Uh, people you know, receive the wrong watch. Lots of people coming up here saying that they didn't get the right thing. And that that uh, you know, just going by the comments, it's not a scientific study, obviously. But if if they delivered the wrong watch to everyone, then they raised a lot of money by giving people the lesser thing, right? They they raised this whole project was like uh, seven hundred and seventy six thousand pounds. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is it's kind of a turning into a case study, right, of, uh, you know, what we haven't said it as much, but when we've written about crowdfunding stuff in the past, it's always very much a, well, buyer beware, like, 
okay, this brand brand A has this track record. They've delivered before, but there's no guarantee that it's actually going to well, play out. I mean, a brand that's delivered before has a much stronger chance of delivering in the future, right? It's it's that first timer that's difficult because you have no idea what they've done. Right, but this is but this example here. I mean, Sega they've been around for at least a couple of years, and so this you would have yeah. expected better behavior. So right, but you can also argue that like a, like a, somebody who's just starting out, who's just like starting, they they want to be extra careful about the whole thing. They're going to set it up properly, whereas like a company like this is going to be like, oh well, we we did something wrong. Uh, or no, so the, the 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 whole situation went wrong, so we're unable to we're unable to deliver. But I mean, this this is pretty ridiculous. The fact that they they completely stole, they sent them titanium, or was they sent them non titanium when they wanted titanium or whatever. That's pretty that's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. So we we're gonna we're gonna hold them accountable, and we're gonna take them to the people's court of of uh, watchology of watchology orology as they call it. Yeah. Well, you know what, you know, I've you because I've I've talked with that brand in the past. Let me see if I can dig up some contact information for you, Victor, and see if we can chase this one a little bit more. Yeah, it's ten ten win. No, it's what is it? The uh, the uh, <laughs> the the TV the TV channel that always does like the, uh, Patrick Kansas is channel problem stopper, <laughs> problem <Yeah>. solvers, <laughs> channel five problem solvers with Patrick Kansa. Sir, sir, do you realize you're sending the wrong watch to people? Get out of my store. Um, <laughs> Anyway, oh, we're, yeah, we're there was a thing business. in New York we're City not anyone. years ago. Shame on you. Shame, 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 shame on you. God, I think that was Channel 2. I'm old wow. and from New York. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. I don't have anything to add. All I'm doing, all I was doing this week, last week, was fixing a 60, 6139 Seiko. Because I the, the Pogue, mm. and I basically bought new hands for it, and I bought a... Um, and I bought a new bezel, so I'm going to try to sell it on eBay for like way more than I paid than I probably ever paid for it. I don't even know; it yeah. doesn't really work yet. And all the buttons are shooting out really fast, which is a problematic. Uh, but I'll solve it. I'll solve it. How are you at putting hands on? Uh, I was fine. It worked. It worked well. The issue was uh, the issue was I kind of bent the uh, the seconds hand for a minute, but then I fixed it. Hmm. I was, I was, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an acceptable watch, watch person. I, I just can't, I don't want to take apart the movement at all. I'm just scared of that. Yeah. But I, I'll clean Where the thing. Where did you get this? Uh, I don't oh. know, actually. I think I either got it from my dad, like, dec- like decades ago, and it's been in a box okay. all this time, uh, or I bought it online when I was really into Seikos, because I was buying a bunch of Seikos. Because uh, it was, I mean, it's early, right? I was, that was my early collecting thing. I yeah. wanted to get yes. every single type of Seiko. Oh, yeah, you've, you've, you've mentioned that. Yeah, so like I got like a I got a, another chrono here. I don't know which model this is, and I actually fixed another sixty sixty one thirty nine, which was gold, goldish and like sil- steel gold and black, which works perfectly now. It's actually really I'm actually really pleased that it. I, nice. And I put it back together. I had, I oiled it a little bit and clo- closed it up, and I put it back together, and it works fine. But this one, this one, the thing is just uh, just having issues with it. So I don't know what nice. to do. Yeah, I, my my big repair story for this week is I had a dial that's loom decided to come off, and so I am <laughs> going to reloom it. They call it the old reluminator. That, that's what they call you in the uh, mm-hmm. in in the program. This, uh, I guess, we're done. So this has been the Hour Time Podcast. I'm John Biggs. I'm Patrick Kanza. I'm Victor Marks. And I'm Nicholas DeLeon. 
and uh, we will see you next week with more tales from the Reluminator. Tales (laughs) of the Reluminator. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Hour Time Show, the official podcast of wristwatchreview.com. Feel free to email us at tips at wristwatchreview.com with your feedback and suggestions. And please be sure to visit wristwatchreview.com and wristwatchreview on Instagram for more fun watch content. Have a nice day.